I'm PJ Matthews, Director of UCD ScholarCast. Welcome to this series of podcasts entitled Archaeologies of Art. The following introduction to the series will be given by Dr. Ian Russell, Postdoctoral Fellow at the Humanities Institute of Ireland at University College Dublin, who is the series editor. Art, Archaeology, and the Contemporary Our world is a palimpsest of temporalities, of traces and residues, both of things from the past and phenomena of today, but also possibilities for the future. Through the layers of our palimpsest percolate a constellation of things, a cobblestone from a 19th century Dublin street, a rural medieval sediment landscape, flints from a Mesolithic archaeological site, or a ticket stub from a recent GAA match at Croke Park. As part of our methods of coping with daily life, we ascribe order to these occurrences, a temporal structure which allows us to rationalize the contemporary appearance of these things today. This archaeological sensibility has a specific history and modern context of development, and whether or not these things are evidence, traces, or residues of pasts, the engagement, negotiation, and mediation of relationships with these things is decidedly contemporary. Archaeology is not simply about the past, it is more about a hope for a past, a dream of a past. The performance of archaeology is an attempt to realize these dreams, these pasts, but to control and structure their appearances through rationally manifested knowledge and information. To focus only on the scientific aspects of archaeology is, however, to only tell half of the story. The narrative of archaeology is as much, if not more so, about the fascination of encountering and mediating things today whose stories one is compelled to construct or reconstruct from traces and residues, absences and presences. It is a curiosity about things and a drive to mediate the experiences of things to render the world intelligible today, which underpins the archaeological sensibility. Institutionally, Archaeology owes its genesis to art historical traditions. It shares with them a common history in the modern development of strategies of seeing, viewing, and visualizing. Augmented by the scientific revolutions of the 18th and 19th centuries, a disparate collection of professionals began to articulate, in their leisure time, a sensibility towards those traces and residues of bygone eras witnessed in the world around them. Broadly described as antiquarians, these passionate individuals amassed extensive collections of curious objects and artifacts and produced a large body of publications which, in time, would become the foundation of a new discipline of archaeology, one founded on modern scientific principles of depth, linear time, and comparative analysis. It was during the late 19th century and early 20th century that disciplinary specialization led to the development of archaeological methods and practices of discovery documentation, and interpretation distinct and separate from those of art history. Due to the separation between art historical and archaeological scholarship, the development of archaeology was not directly subject to the criticisms and commentaries by other disciplines relating to visual and material culture. While the archaeologies of the early 20th century served to articulate and embed ethno-nationalistic narratives in the physical objects and landscapes of European nation-states, Movements in the arts were deconstructing the authoritative potential of art objects as sources of knowledge or essentialized truth. 
At the same time that archaeology's role in articulating truth claims to ethnic identities in Europe was being developed, art movements such as Futurism issued manifestos violently calling for the end of a pass-orientated society. Artworks from later movements, such as Marcel Duchamp's Fountain, or René Magritte's The Treason of Images, questioned and undermined the ability of the object, the image, or text to represent or convey authentic meaning or truth. Early 20th century European political movements' use of archaeological information was, however, unaffected by these movements, and the burgeoning discipline of archaeology lacked intensive external or internal critical debate on the issues raised in the arts. Instead, politicians, aided by prehistorians, utilized archaeological artifacts through cultural historical models of the past to represent and bolster ethno-national identities and claims to territorial regions, such as in the Irish Free State, Falangist Spain, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, and National Socialist Germany. It is especially problematic that archaeological artifacts and monuments are still understood today as manifestations of national and ethnic identity, and they are used to market national heritage and tourism industries, while the works of Duchamp, Magriche, or Joseph Boyce, or Andy Warhol are popularly appreciated as comments on the inability for cultural objects to embody authoritative truth, knowledge, meanings, or values. Instead of engaging these criticisms, archaeological institutions chose to garner power, clout, and influence through the explication of romantic narratives of embedded national identities and ethnic claims to lands as ancestral territory, as heritage. In the wake of the tragedies of the mid-20th century in Europe, rather than review the epistemological underpinnings of the discipline, archaeology would still advance some cultural historical strategies, such as by Gordon Child in 1947, develop processual methodologies based on the rigorous application of the scientific method, such as by Gordon Wiley and Philip Phillips in 1958, and rely on positivism and scientific objectivity, such as by Lewis Binford in 1965, as a means to control and structure the narratives of the past. This turn towards object-oriented interrogation and argumentation did help build archaeology as a respected discipline, or soft science, with some hard methodologies. It did, however, also allow for the creation of essentialized truth claims for the construction of modern national identities made evident in material culture and heritage, critical components for the justification of contemporary heritage and roots tourism. This process of reifying contemporary identities through objects and artifacts reinforced divisions between archaeology and contemporary artistic engagements with the things of our shared world. Over the last 15 years, movements within archaeology and the arts have, however, begun to undercut the divisions between specializations. It is in the spirit of these possibilities of collaborative exchanges between the arts and archaeology that the Archaeologies of Art theme of the Sixth World Archaeological Congress and the Avaragasmian exhibition series were positioned. This series of UCD ScholarCasts will feature highlights from the many presentations in the Archaeologies of Art theme of the Sixth World Archaeological Congress. Professor Douglas Bailey from San Francisco State University will reflect on the current relationships between contemporary art and contemporary archaeology and suggest some radical new directions that this disciplinary collaboration can take. Dr. Blaise O'Connor 
of the Humanities Institute of Ireland at University College Dublin will discuss the unique synergy that was the archaeological excavation and reconstruction of the studio of modern painter Francis Bacon, meditating on archaeology's relationship to detritus, dust, and debitage. There will be a special presentation from the 6th World Archaeological Congress artist-in-residence, Kevin O'Dwyer, who will speak about his own artistic practice in relationship to archaeology and his curation and direction of Sculpture in the Parklands, a unique project engaging art, archaeology, ecology, and the industrial heritages of Lochborough, County Offaly. Finally, a manifesto will be issued by Dr. Andrew Cochran of Cardiff University and myself, challenging the theoretical foundations of archaeological thought and practice through an engagement with artistic and anthropological theory. These talks are a selection of the presentations from the Archaeologies of Art theme of the Sixth World Archaeological Congress, illustrating the rich collaboration that is continually developing between archaeology and art. I hope they will inspire you to imagine new futures for the practice of archaeology as a discipline not confined by the past, but radically practiced in the present. You have been listening to Dr. Ian Russell in a University College Dublin Scholar Cast in the series The Archaeologies of Art. A transcript of this lecture can be found at www.ucd.ie forward slash scholarcast. <laughs>